Hi everyone, welcome to Talking in Stations. I'm Rain. I'm joined by Nick Bison, our engineer. So small, small crowd tonight, but we we have a lot of topics to go through. We may have people join in as they as they can and whatnot. So this is, might be a little more interactive for those in the chat. So yes, we will be reading, and you will probably be distracting me. We're gonna kick it off with the world news. I know Chad already brought this up. The ongoing conflict um, in Eastern Europe has been affecting players. There's been a lot of talks of groups of players within EVE trying to support those players. So infrastructure failing, people having to evac or move away from home or doing other things. So I know I know there's been a, quite a few individuals stepping up to help players who can no longer really help themselves. The big one being CCP payment processing can no longer process rubles for payments for EVE Online in Russia. There's no option for them. They physically can't. I don't know if you guys know a lot about the world, but a lot of times when there's, when there's these, I don't know if you would call them sanctions or rules against specific countries or specific currencies, a lot of times companies cannot go do anything about it or they simply get put out of business. I know for my day job, we cannot sell our products to people, say, in like Cuba or North Korea. And if we were to do so, our government would just shut the company down. Like they would just forbid us from doing any sort of work, from employing people, etc. And I'm guessing, I'm not familiar with Icelandic law or UK law where CCP is also located, but I'm guessing they're kind of put in a similar situation. So for those of you who, who like live in, for folks who live in Russia, they just can't process payments through CCP. I think for a while they could use PayPal and now they can't. Well, uh, maybe PayPal accounts holding dollars. Maybe that's what it is, is they can't do it through rubles, but through dollars. There are some credit cards that may work. And then obviously Plex. CCP will always be able to process Plex as far as I'm aware. Not not a fun situation for individuals, but shout out to EVE Online players. I think this is where we're really going to see the community kind of stepping up because there are corps and alliances who have members of the Russian community and they're doing Plex drives to help fund those accounts. So whether that's, you know, just giving everyone a month through Plex and stuff like that. I know... The, bit, the easiest example I know of is Lady Scarlet has been doing it for NCDOT. And then I also know, I think there's an individual within Imperium who has been also working to help maintain structures for individuals who can't log in. So I think that's refueling, defense, and whatnot. It's kind of a, a terrible situation for us in the gaming world. I mean, for us in the real world, but to affect the gaming world, you know, where people try to use it as their escape. And I feel for those who really can't, you know, who can't have gaming be their escape anymore. I'm not sure, Nick, if you had heard anything else related to that. I'm not sure. I know you are in different circles than I am, but. Well, nothing nothing that's affected where I'm at currently, but I do like that, you know, because we do have a, a large, you know, a population of players that are in a bind right now. And the fact that, you know, folks are helping out as best they can is still a good thing. You know, I personally won't take advantage of the situation if I see one of their structures in a in a world of hurt. I'm not going to mess with them right now. Yeah, and I also think I also think like CCP can't really do anything there either. I think there's been a lot of calls for from players to ask CCP to like you know, move stuff into asset safety or like protect the structures or something along those lines, but it's very difficult for CCP, you know, with the game being a sandbox. Question was asked, are they talking about how to bypass sanctions? No, we should not bypass sanctions because if you bypass a sanction, you get in really... What we're discussing is the way players can use Plex 
to help fund people's accounts. So we're not talking about like NC dot swiping credit cards for players. It's more of like crowdsourcing Plex to help Plex an account. Because in game, I don't know if you guys use Plex to Plex your accounts, but in your Plex vault, you can actually gift a sub to someone. So a lot of people use it when they have multiple accounts. They'll say, yep, let me sub this account because I want to be able to train or whatever. Yes, technically CCP could weigh subs. They could just say, hey, universally, everyone gets a sub. Like, Or maybe, I mean, that might be a little extreme, but maybe they could say if you were subbed in January 2022, you are now subbed for free through April 2022 or something along those lines. That's I haven't seen anyone actually suggest that, Klotzy. I assume since it's their game, they'd be able to do that. Yeah, you can't determine how long be frozen if CCP steps in. Yeah, ideally, the whole situation is over soon, TM. But having never experienced this before, I really have no idea. So that's kind of the tough part. The other thing some folks have been talking about are firewalls. So, like, I'm trying to think. So, like, right now, if you live in Russia, you can access CCP servers, which are in the UK. But at some point, there may be firewall sanctions and stuff. So there are options for folks to VPN. And some folks have been suggesting to say, if you own a large alliance or a large corp, and you know that may happen, have a VPN service. Because like you as an individual going out and getting a VPN, you know, costs money, costs time, you might get scammed. But a larger, a larger alliance, you know, who knows what they need to do and can provide those services for everyone's good. So I think that's all we have related kind of to the real life stuff. Talking politics isn't really our thing. Well, talking real life politics isn't really our thing, even though I think it it's pretty simple to say. I think everyone is against the war. I don't think anyone has ever been pro-war, but in case you guys don't realize this, we are against the war. We're hoping everyone in Ukraine and Russia are safe. But yeah, it's a shitty situation. Welcome to gaming, I guess. I'm going to jump ahead to... So <laughs> I'm just now looking at this kill mail. So I woke up to this. The Virtuoso, do you want to pull that up, Nick? It turns out... It's okay, up. let me look. So Virtuoso died. This is, there was a Virtuoso who died last month. And the same guy and another Virtuoso died again this month. So either he is really bad or he is just has terrible luck. And it looks like he does have terrible luck. Maybe he is also really bad. The Vydra guys got him twice. And it also, it kind of like warms my heart because if you look at the... Is this the second one? Yeah, the second kill mail, there's also Kermois on that kill mail. So an, a unique AT ship died, and he died to another unique AT ship. And I kind of feel bad for this guy. I like It almost feels like we're just regurgitating the same thing we probably said a month ago. But dude flies out, probably isn't really... I don't want to say isn't really clear, but he probably just flew with the same pattern and made it easy for Von Holen friends. So if you see, he died in a wormhole. So if over time he just kills people in that wormhole or it's obvious he lives in that wormhole from other fights and whatnot, then it becomes extremely easy for folks to identify where he is and then I and then chase him down. And that's exactly what Von Hole did. Circle of life. Yes, exactly. He also had drugs. That, oh, okay. Never mind. He probably took those drugs already and then couldn't take more. I like, I like the circle of life remark. That's always good. Yeah, that's, that's how it works, right? Like Von Hole. He'd, so he died to Von Holen, friends. It's also, I think this one's interesting because Von Holen's actually in the wormhole. I think for some other kill males, he was sitting out in high sec because he didn't want people to like know he was hunting them. So maybe he's like over that now. We're just getting a little more crafty, but I don't know if that's possible. He's pretty crafty already. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good on alts. Good on, good on him for using ET ships. Yeah, this guy, this Lessel, Lesselop, is that how you say his name? Has uh, very big steel balls for out there flying in a ship that 90% of us probably cannot afford. Yeah, Garve was asking, do locator agents report people who live in wormholes? And I think the answer is no, only known yeah. space. Yeah, so they'll say they, they can't identify them, so that means you know they're in a wormhole. But over time, right, so when you live in a wormhole, eventually, right, as you gain kill mails and fight people, it will always have the same, like on Z-Kill at least, it will always have the same locator, or not locator, location. So that's how you can say, oh, people live here, maybe we should start looking for them. Because that's how you can try them. It's really interesting too. So having done like the small gang thing where you have all your information uploaded to Z-Kill, and then doing the null select thing where a lot of times folks will say don't put information on Z-Kill, it feels like a lot of these elite small gang PVPers kind of bite themselves when they just upload everything to Z-Kill. Like if they were to like not have auto upload and then just wait like a couple days and it becomes a lot more difficult for someone like Bonhole to hunt. Yeah, I, I like Calico Jack mentions. It's nice to see them in space rather than in someone's collection because I think probably all of us have a, a hanger of, well, hanger queens that it's like, yep, I got that. It may have been my first one of this, therefore I keep it. Or it just may be something really cool that I don't want to lose. Yeah, it is nice seeing stuff out there. Hopefully we'll see more. I think the Virtuoso and Chromos, there's those are the ones where there's less than 50, but with the newer ones, there's, there should be a lot more to hopefully see. And I, Yeah, and like you had mentioned, that there's an AT ship on the kill mill. Yeah, yeah, that Chromos. All right. I don't, I mean, this is like, breaking say breaking news like brand new news but i don't really have much more to say unless there's like i guess i haven't really looked if there's like a video or anything like that or a commentary but it's, it's good to see these ships flying kind of sad to see them die but better than sitting and doing nothing our next topic you ready to talk about hard knocks let's do it knocks hard knocks evix spooky wormhole people i should say spoopy newbies not spooky wormhole people those are a different group i just saw spooky and said the wrong thing Sorry, friends. So Spoopy Newbies is a brave wormhole corp. So for those who are unaware, this might sound weird being like brave. There's newbie alliance and Nullsec. But a lot of groups will have, they call them like care bear holes or crab holes. So what they'll do is they'll have like a subsection of the alliance, usually like a close group of friends. And they'll all sort of have alts in a wormhole and they just use that to make money. And it's super, super efficient and easy to do. Easy to do if you know what you're doing, I guess I should say. So that's always been a, a thing. And so I guess now uh, Brave Newbies, their, their group got caught out. It looks like they actually did try to defend it too. I'm looking at, I'm trying to like generate a battle report and see if it actually looks good, but I don't know if it will. Yeah, let me try it here on this side too and see what we got. Okay. But yeah, so, so this was the Brave Wormhole Corp slash group. And then, so apparently they didn't put up a sturdy defense, but they've lived in that, and that corp, or live, not lived in that corp, that corp lived in that wormhole for a long time. And because you can't use filaments to escape, and this was probably done with not a lot of notice, there was a lot, a lot of loot. And so the numbers I have written here, normal is less than 100 bill in loot. And the largest was TD Sens Group, or if you guys know Azuki, which was 100, or 600 bill. And their estimates are currently saying that this one surpassed it. 600 bill in loot is a lot of loot. Yeah, that's going to have, what, 
ships and modules? What basically everything that was in the everything. fort? Well, okay, let me send you this. This is the BR I have. I'll put it in podcast. So I just this was on Zcod. Just clicked on a kill man and clicked generate kill report. It shows that over three thousand ships were lost. So that means three thousand. So Brave obviously brought a fleet to fight, but they also had three thousand ships to lose, like a thousand destroyers, thirteen hundred frigates, five hundred cruisers, three hundred shuttles. That's I mean shuttles aren't really worth much, but and then the total of loss is forty four bill right here. And that's just that's just ships lost. That doesn't include like if loot like loot was scooped or you know destroyed. Like if there's a something full of cat boosters that just got destroyed. That is insane. Holy cow! Yeah, you're showing the numbers. That that to me looks insane. Oh no, no rock. No, that's it's not really a big fleet. I mean, Brave was there, but a lot of the Brave fleet like fought and then died. And then the rest of it are ships owned by Brave. So when you kill a structure, the ships get ejected. And so a lot of times, instead of like trying to save every T1 destroyer, you just eject the ship and shoot it. And that's why this battle report looks pretty insane. So I'm guessing we're going to have to wait to see what Hard Knock says for their final loot haul. But I also get, I'm also guessing that like they're encouraged to exaggerate. So hopefully they have some screenshots or some actual evidence. Yeah, I was, I was starting to scroll and went, it's going to take me a half hour to scroll through all that. Yeah. Yeah, the summary at the top, I think, does well. But yeah, there's just a lot of, it's a lot. This one guy. But Jimmy still, now, now they'll be back, too. I mean, it's not like they're not going to go back in a hole. I mean, uh, that that's part of their shtick. You get run out and you go find another one or, you know, reconquer your own hole. Yeah, if nobody moves in after you, there's no point in, like, leaving. Because if nobody moves in, then the wormhole just stays empty for the next person. The other website gives a better succinct report. If you want to... Oh, wait, I don't know if you can link that in chat. Never mind. All right, sorry, I got distracted by my cat. Let's... I mean, I don't know. This looks insane. I didn't even realize, like, this was happening, I guess. That would have been fun to go in and get on a bunch of kill meals. All right. Ready to move on to snuff out? I'm ready. Your snuff is on a couple of our topics. So, snuffed out has been apparently fighting Shadow Cartel. Uh, a little bit of history for them. So, their history obviously goes far beyond me ever playing this game. But when I first started, I remember Sh Snuff and Shadow Cartel were like the two big names in low sec. They would like fight and argue and stuff like that. So, apparently, they're back at it again, but they're fighting over Pocos this time. They've just been going back and forth shooting them. But now Snuff has been transferring them to Shadow Cartel and killing them. Which is weird because all it really gives you is a kill mail and looks like you're winning something. Rather than actually being able to destroy your enemy's resources. So I don't know I don't know if that's going to have the intended effect. But I can get where you're doing it to like meme on your enemy. Oh my god, my cat. I'm so sorry. She's helping. You got a cat assist today. Yeah, so I'm looking at this, this Snuff BR, I guess Snuff and Shadow Cartel BR. Yeah, Snuff dropping supers, interesting. And it's the Talos fleet? I don't think I've seen the Talos fleet before either. Is that just like Tornadoes but Galente? Oh, wait, Let me tell, I'm going to take a quick peek at how one of these are, yeah, they're Blaster oh, Fit. Oh, no, they're actually, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely set up for a short-range brawling side, so that's, that's fun. Definitely not Tornado-related. <laughs> 
That's interesting, though. Like, Talos is a Naga. Is like, I'm all for it. Oh, they brought Brudixes. Oh, wait, no. These are probably links. Okay. Oh, they had a whole Brudix fleet. I was so excited. And the stuff dropping... Stuff dropping caps, which is quite interesting because it doesn't really look like they had a lot of sub-cap support. Hmm. Yeah, let me scroll a little just... more, but yeah, it does, it does not appear like they did. Now, usually when you're dropping, or maybe they did and they just, I don't know, they could have been defending somewhere and just didn't get on kill mails or whatever. That's interesting. So then the next, wait, did I open this twice? Oh, they've been, they must have, oh, they've been fighting over this for quite a few weeks. Because the next BR looks pretty similar, except carriers with some supers. And then it looks like the same stuff. Yeah, it looks like part two of the same battle. Yeah, and then there are some Pocos on there, too. That's, I don't know. This is such a weird thing to see. We've scrolled away the bottom. Team B losses. There's like four, five Pocos. Four Pocos. And once again, brought caps in. Although, looking at them, Verge Vendor, like, is that... It? I'm terrible at the map, but is that near anywhere where somebody could like move a dread bomb to try and drop them? Like you would think if Shadow if this has happened twice to poor Shadow Cartel that they would have prepped for a dread bomb. Or I would hope. Dollar or not dollar, but isk value overall not horrific, but still it's a positioning thing it looks like where control yeah. of the system may have been the objective there. Yeah, and Pocos. Pocos are used is that where if I'm thinking of this right, Pocos is like the tax paid from when people do PI, right? Or am I thinking of something else? No, no, you're, that is absolutely correct. And uh, you can set the taxes if you own the Poco by standing, by, you know, whether you've got them red, blue, green, you know, okay. when in your alliance, out, and different levels for everybody. All right. And I mean, I could see why people would fight over it, but like, I don't know if I'd drop supers to fight over a Poco. I also don't know if I would transfer them to an enemy to then shoot it because killboard stats, like, that seems a bit silly. Like, yeah, they're barely like 100 mil on. They're barely 100 mil on Zika, I should say. Maybe Zika's wrong. Yeah, that, so they, would they transferred the Pocos to their enemy and then shot them? Yeah. I think that was the goal. Although now I'm looking at some of these Pocos and they still show snuffed out on the Poco. Poco's the big driver for making PI be pointless in high sec. Oh, well, that's, I mean, it's a weird strategy. We'll see how it plays out. We also that had is. the, uh, you know, short-lived, I guess. I don't know if it started, but I don't believe it started back up the high sec Poco war just recently. Oh, with Bjorn B? Yeah, with Bjorn B, but I have not heard anything as far as if that's kicking back off or not, or, you know, if that was just to check it out, see what happens. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I know Bjornby, so Bjornby's Euro, so I could never like catch his streams and follow along. But that's like that's an interesting thing, him him organizing like an MPSI fleet to fight fight stuff in Isaac. I wonder I wonder hopefully because there were changes to the Pocos recently, right? So hopefully he picks that back up. Yeah, the biggest change on the Pocos, if I remember correctly, is when you first drop the gantry, you know, and it's in that onlining stage, it used to have ridiculous hit points in the millions and now it's like a half a million so that it and it's you can interdict it prior to it you know completing in oh darf saying poco war starts again next week outstanding nice. and then someone asked 
are snuffed out or shadow cartel role players, and I don't believe they are, to my knowledge. Yeah, and Dr. Peter Quill, you know, most supervillains do have advanced degrees, mentions in the chat that the, you know, NPSI doesn't work real well. That's not purple. In other words, not in your fleet. Shoot it. In high sec, got to have that war deck in order to shoot just about anything without uh, impunity. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I'm guessing Bjorn does run his own corp, doesn't he? Because he did that for like ESSs and stuff too. Yeah, I think it's called 600 is his corp, but I have to look it back up. I might be off on that. Yeah, I don't remember either. And I was watching it pretty closely on the first one because, you know, a couple of the Pocos I used were, appeared to have been on the hit list. So it was fun to watch. 10K. Thank you. It's 10K. I was going to say, maybe you could encourage him so then that way you get lower, was it like lower taxes or whatever? 10K. Okay. So then more on Snuffed Out news. It says, Snuff welcomes Shadow Ultimatum to Cloud Ring. I have no idea who Shadow Ultimatum are. I know what Cloudering is because it's the coolest sort of nebula effects in it. And by what I love it, the, the title is Welcomes Them to Cloud Ring. But what do you see? A battle report. So- <laughs> battle reports, yeah. All right. So apparently there's a lot of history with Cloudering in 2020. It says the story of Cloudering in 2022, and there's a massive paragraph with like 20 different names. But the latest is Cloudering is now dominated by Volta, a Volta group. And then Shadow Ultimatum. Apparently, Snuff is using them for some good fights. And it's close enough to low sec that they can drop in and out. So that works yes. out. I, the, the BR I pull up, I say Snuff is walking them with good fights. And Snuff's actually less isk efficient here. They did lose less ships, though. Oh, they dread bombed them. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the current prices of dreads, you know, losing a couple of them hurts. But yes. it hurts... It hurts the, quote, ISK war, but it's still heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Looks like, it was yeah, a, what's that, a Serb fleet? Yeah. Yeah, as I was say, this is mostly fraternity, too. Who are Shadow Ultimatum? Can I move them to their own BR? I cannot. Dang it. I wonder, I wonder if they're with, let me look. They might just be with, like, what is it, Winterco? Yeah, because there's yeah, a lot of frat. Shadow Ultimatum. I'm going to pop one of them up. Well, in, in any case, welcome to Cloud Ring. Here's your obligatory dread bomb. I'm looking at I'm looking at their, their BR. Not their BR, their alliance. I guess actually their alliance is relatively new. Like, less than a thousand ships destroyed. So they either are brand new or absolutely hate PvP. And then they fly drakes and caracals. Live out in Nullsec. I'm going to pull up Ifu to see when they actually started. Ifu takes forever. Oh, Ifu doesn't tell me. How did I see when Alliance started? Oh, it's not given. Okay. Oh, 2021. End of 2021. I think it's end of 2021. Yeah, it looks like not a lot of members. I shouldn't say not a lot of members. Like, it is not like a null block group. They're definitely smaller in number. Oh, it's Lunar Legion. Okay, I know them. Yeah, no. Voided mentions in chat says they might have been, he thinks they might have been protected by Ranger Regiment in the past before they disbanded. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So then the Ranger Regiment AOM scandal happens, Ranger Regiment is kicked from Imperium and disbanded. Oh, so they might have been just like living together or just hanging out. Oh, Try used to live here too, but then Try got kicked. 
but yeah, they've been losing structures. I'm guessing this might be similar to what Shadow Cartel Shadow Cartel might be doing similar to what NCDOT did to Boss and Venal, where you just kind of shoot someone's structures, you threaten war, and you like act all high and mighty, and then the, your enemy actually forms and puts out a good fight. Yeah, it looks like, okay, yeah, Shadow Ultimatum lost that Ford out there, too. So I've got that pulled up right now. It just had me curious. And these are all, like, relatively recent, last couple of weeks. I snuffed out, yeah. Snuffed out dropping lots of, whatchamacallit, caps on it, too. No, Snuff wouldn't do that. I'm surprised they're dropping caps out here. What if they get, like, stuck in a bubble trap again? You know what? Now, this this is pure speculation, but, you know, it's called a confidence target. We're going to go out here and practice how to get in and out without getting, you know, caught in a bubble in a less threatening environment than jumping into the middle of uh, somebody that's pretty well organized. No, that's a good point. Especially because, like, a Volta group lives down here. So it's WeForm Blob, but really it's a WeForm Volta group. So then that way they can say, oh, no, something bad happened. And then they'll have, like, allies nearby to come and help them. So it's pretty smart. And a Tatara. Now that one hurts. Tataras, those are those refineries or those mining? Refinery. I'm dumb. It says right here. Yeah, yeah. They get Athenor. That's what it was. Oh, see, here they're they, using non-caps. Oh, no, there's, no they're using non-caps. That's good. Yep. Yeah, yeah Lashak's. And legions. So, yep, yep. Well, it would take a little bit longer, even though with the ramp up on the uh, Lashaks. I think you can hit, I'm pretty sure you can hit damage cap with them, though. So, it's a little way, it's way easier to be slippery, like to go in and out. Alice Win Winfield is saying Jade Cougar, the leader of Shadow Ultimatum, runs his own podcast. Oh, Lost and Eve podcast. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, most cool. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, he does Lost in Eve. Dang. All right, cool. I got to go look that up. Yeah, it's linked right there. You can save it. You want to show it? We can help promote him. Yeah. I'm one of those people where, like, I like podcasts, but I never take the time to actually listen because I'm a very visual person, so I get really distracted. But obviously, right there in the chat, it's linked. Uh, Alice linked it for us. I got it pulled up on the screen. You know, Grab it, have a look around. You know, it's a lot of these are the Lost and Eve is really, really good one. Yeah, Voided is saying in one of his podcasts he starts talking about snuffed, which sparked them to evict them. So did he talk too much crap? Is that what you're saying? I wonder if he uh, talked about like them being bubbled or camped in with their dreads and like that encouraged them to go and attack. No, smack talk and Eve causing somebody to attack somebody? Nah, not happening. We'd never do that. You'd actually be surprised, like, when people... It's, like, really good encouragement. You're, like, really bored in the game. You're like, guys, I don't know what to do. What should we do? I'm bored. And then, like, you hear some random person, like, you don't even know, really know who they are, and they're just like, you know what? Fuck that guy. And you're like, hey, he said fuck you to me. I'm gonna go say fuck you to him. And then you argue about it. Look, he talks about Trash Talk Tuesday. Dude, I'm going I'm to watch this. I'm looking. I don't see where he says snuff in the, the segment part, but maybe he does. Or maybe I'm reading too fast. This is exciting. Thank you for sharing, Alice. Well, just, do we have anything else around this topic? I feel like snuff has been just dominating the stories this week. They've been the most active that I'm aware of. 
folks, obviously wormhole folk are, are continuously active, but it's a smaller scale. I don't think it gets reported anywhere near as much. But as far as the larger scale stuff, yeah, Snuff has been one active group here of the last week or so. Yeah, I know. Well, especially like with wormholes, it feels like a lot of folks don't understand wormholes. So it's very easy for wormholers to just kind of do their thing with nobody knowing. Whereas I feel like if anyone in like high sec, null sec, low sec tries something, it's like very crystal clear of what they're doing. And like even as people are doing it, someone's like, oh, I can go see what like what it is. There's a wormhole. It's a lot. It's a lot less accessible, but it's also a lot more confusing. So it gets kind of overlooked. Well, I think part of that is it's just flat out geography. We can look at a map and see who owns what, who's where, and how they're connected elsewhere. In wormhole, it's all scouting, counter scouting, you know, and knowing how to get around. And it's it's dang near a completely different game. We just happen to use the same ships. Yeah. No, that's very accurate. All right. I was going to say, the last thing we have is like CCP news or whatever. But I feel like this is like really dull. I mean, maybe we could talk about it a little. Chat's super chill. Otherwise, I would like <laughs> be more be more snarky about this. So CCP on Twitter shared their their general application. So if you guys aren't familiar with how CCP does their application stuff, they usually have, like, if they're seeking a specific position, they'll list that and list all the roles. If they're not, they'll have a general application. So you could say, hey, they're not looking for anyone in marketing, but I have a marketing background, so I'll just throw my application in. And then as positions open up where they're looking for someone in marketing, they can say, oh, we had Joe Schmo over here apply in their general app, and he's in marketing. We should look into that. And it's also, normally I'd say I'd be snarky because then if people in chat were really complaining about stuff, I'd be like, go put your app in. Maybe CC people hire you. But that would be like a sarcastic remark and obviously kind of mean. Thank you, Araya. Araya, now Araya is one of our wormhole folk, if I remember correctly. Oh, is he? Okay. If that's correct, Araya, just go ahead and uh, say so in there and then I'll call you a dirty wormholer and we'll get on with it. Is that the joke about wormholers, though? They always tell you they're a wormholer? I don't know. Don't remember. All right. Someone, what is this? Dropping, what's it called? Driftingloot.com? I hate to do it live, but I'm going to click it. (laughs) It's safe so far. It hasn't blasted music at me or anything. I don't know. Is this just like looking to see what loot dropped? Oh, you know what this is? This is when you want to go like, loot stuff you can use z kill to go and loot the loot things right is that what it is live stream what is that stream sniping <laughs> i don't know i hear if you say snuffed out three times they will appear to evict you that's really funny you still have to stop playing the game for a few months yes for if you're ccp you have to stop playing on your mains they freeze them for three months i feel like i can freely talk about that because one it's been established in the past but two um, when CCP Swift was on board, so he was CEO of my corp. We transferred corp leader, and then he stopped showing up, and then he came back. So, like, you'll see him now on fleets and events and stuff like that. Corp activity tab. Sorry, my cat will not leave me alone. I don't see a corp activity tab. It's in the top right. Oh, it's in fancy text. Oh, you can see wormholes. That's cool. I like it. I'm going to have to poke around this site. This will looks most interesting and you can set it by time 
time zone like uh, yeah. when I when I'm normally on we'll just for let me just play set a time zone set a section and see if I can survive just select all the boxes yeah you can do it by day by time I just happen to grab the my my normal time frame use most active and it shows you oh last top 50 cores last 30 days and by ranked by kills oh that is most cool i love it what an awesome tool i'm saving that thanks man it does say hard knocks has had 6500 kills in the last 30 days but it's definitely yep. because they just evicted that brave group yeah it, obviously we got 988 listed here for the last 30 days but it's i think this might be restricted to what i just picked yeah. my mine shows vigilant tyrannos which is the npc that kills players so i'm guessing he shows up in wormholes a lot and just murders poor people <laughs> he shows up as more active than some of these other groups. Cracks me up. Yeah, Varg saying doesn't give much more to know, but still, an overview still gets can get you thinking and make you dig a little deeper and elsewhere, or just take a shot and go for it. Ray is asking if this gets its feed from Zekil, and it probably does. Either from Zekil or uses the same information that Zekil also gets. Quite probable that, you know, because it's only one feed. I think, I don't think CCP has separate feeds for different people. So it's just how you parse it out. Yeah. There's two other notices that didn't make our, our setup sheet. One is that this Thursday, the 10th, the new episode of New Eden Travelers is releasing at 2100 eve time and it's titled inspirations so that'll be this like i said this thursday that's katya say and that group and and just their last couple videos have been just stellar so i would anticipate that same level of quality and enjoyment coming up so that's this thursday 10th of march 2100 eve time is when it's going to get released the other item is that on Tuesday, two days prior, March 8th, 1900, Eve time, is the Carneros Welcome Back to Eve kind of returning pilot's orientation where he goes over, you know, a lot of, you talk, obviously he's watching chat, but he's presenting, if you've been out of Eve for two, three, five years and come back, here's what you need to know, here's what you missed, Here's what changed. Here's what's updated. And it's a good flow. And if you ever listen to Carneros, you know, easy man to listen to, wealth and knowledge. And, you know, he's just calm, solid dude. So I think you that's a good one. And even if you're not a returning player, I just learned stuff listening to him. So that it's definitely a worthwhile time investment. Those were my two plugs. Yeah. <laughs> so Tuesday night. Tuesday, 1900 next week for Carneros, and then for Cadia, Thursday, 2100. That is correct. And then Alice in chat is asking about that AT ship kill. We touched on that earlier. We were giving the guy props for flying it again, but also, also not props for dying to the same group of people that killed him the first time. 
It's also worth noting that his latest kill mail, so the most recent kill mail, he actually had a Chromos there. So two AT ships fighting out in the wild is actually super cool. My streaming paladin fights, oh dear, I don't know. I could though. Paladins are fun. PL just rolled out a paladin fleet. I think the other thing to note, speaking of paladins, because battleships, etc., I am pretty sure the compression changes are coming this week. Was it Tuesday or Thursday? Generally Tuesdays, yeah. And so then there's been lots of talks of if battleship changes will be there as well, or like the, what is it, the change of surgical strike or whatever it may be. Right, the one where it, the, the plates for a battleship, you know, adds more in the uh, 150% hit point, and then the, for shield extenders, it was a double on for battleships. So definitely yeah. make make the big ships, the battleships, much more survivable. You know, and there was some other changes, and I'm I'm drawing blank off the top of my head, mainly because I didn't have it pulled up. But there there's things basically make them more survivable and more lethal at the same time. Yes. So a lot of a lot of folks have been hyped about that. I'm hoping to see more battleship comps, but I'm also I'm kind of Debbie Downer about it. I'm just expecting everyone to be just being like, nah, dude, hack meta. So I'm hoping I'm wrong. Please, please make me wrong. Well, it's time for a meta change. I mean, we've had the hack meta uh, for yes. a while, you know, and it's been a heck of a lot of fun for everybody. But it sure would be nice to see some folk roll out in a hack meta and just get spanked by some battleships. I know. I'm actually excited about that. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we see a lot more battleships. A hey, uh, pleasure drones asking when's the battleship patch go? Not sure. They they announced what it's going to be. We're anticipating that the compression release is this Tuesday. I'm almost positive. I heard it was the eighth. So the battleship, if it doesn't come with that, I would anticipate one or two Saturdays or Tuesdays past that. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I know Compression, I believe, was actually on CC as well. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, so if it's on CC, then I'm guessing it's going to get pushed into probably. So that's that's all good stuff happening here latest, and we haven't even got the big... Here's the notices from FanFest itself, and there's been a lot of positives in the last 30 days, that's for sure. Community Beat came out on March 4th, if folks want to read that as well. I mean, we could summarize it, but the the post is actually really short for those who want to kind of stay into the Community Beat. They're talking a lot about Eve Montreal again. I know we kind of pushed that. Let me see if I can grab that information for you to share, Nick. Because Eve Montreal, I believe, was the 26th, and they're offering swag for people who apply early. This is just a photo. I'll post it here in the podcast channel. So Got it. Yep, there's still some time, so if people, I believe, end of next week, if you register, you get um, some personalized swag, so I would highly recommend doing that, because swag is awesome. And also, Eve meets are awesome, so you should definitely go. The other thing, so that's that's Eve Montreal. Oh, yeah, it is March 26th, so all the information, as Nick pulls it up, and I'll also post it in chat, it should apply to the Praxis, I would assume, flea block. The other one to know is, I won't be here next week, so I know right now it's just myself and Nick. And But I won't be here next week. I'm actually going to be running Eve Midwest, so we'll be in Des Moines. I want to say partying, but partying is probably a little like hardcore. We're going to be in Des Moines socializing and having fun, having a few drinks, having food. 
being entertained. I'm trying to convince them all that we should do laser tag till midnight, but we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, you could always broadcast live, but you know, I that if I'm asking a little too much, you know. My my terrible phone camera and quality. I don't know. I don't know if that's worthy of of being broadcasted here for production quality, but I could try it. I think about the last thing anybody would want next Sunday is to only have me on the stream. That would be that would be interesting. Yeah, there are other hosts that could that could easily take over the show. Or we could just push it later. Do actually, I don't think our European viewers would enjoy that. But but like that that would be the other thing is if we just push it later. But nah, then, then yeah, we yeah. only have half the folks. To heck with them! They just have to watch me mine for ninety minutes. Oh <laughs> dear. <laughs> then so then the Midwest meetup I can post. As I say, there's not a lot of flashy graphics for you to show on camera, but I could try and get that to you anyway. My cat is very upset at me doing this show. She just wants all of my attention. I can't give it to you guys. Yeah, Midwest Meetup is next week. If you're in the, the Midwest area, can make it to Des Moines. See, look, Harlock wants your mining stream. Yeah. Yay! Cannot deny the people. No, that's what I was doing last night. My moon popped. And so I, mo- I obviously mined last night. And then got up early so I could get a few more loads in before the show. So I managed to get about 5 million M3 so far. Got a, got a few more I want to get in the hold. So do you sell the ore or do you actually like reprocess it and build things? Both. Right now, the majority of the uh, R4 stuff I'll reprocess and sell. The actual mineral side... I do build a lot of stuff and, you know, sell them out. Right now, Battlecruiser and below, a lot of sales of both the Noctis and the Porpoise have picked up of late, so that's good. So if you're out there, make sure you go blow up a few Porpoise and a few Noctis because I got more to sell. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for my buddies over there in safety and code to get them. And, you know, and I'll, I'll keep building more. So do you do you sell out of Jita then, or do you sell out of like a local hub? No, I wanted to go to Jita, but they found out my parents are married, so I do most of my stuff out of Dodixie and you know in the Glente region and down in Minmatar, occasionally Wrens and Heck. You know, it just depends on what folk need and what we can get over to them. And it's not just me; I mean, it's the rest of the folk in Bison. Oh, nice. Okay, that's interesting. I did not know that. All right, we are at the top of the hour. Did you have anything more? Is there anything we missed this week? I'm sure we missed a bunch. But if there's anything from the audience before we play wrap-up, hit us up now. Yeah, Q&A. Open Q&A. There's a cue the Jeopardy music. Yeah, there's. I think there's a slight... I mean, there's always a Twitch delay, so we got to wait on the Twitch delay yeah, and about, them to type the questions. Yeah, it's about 20 seconds. And yeah, Pleasure Dome mentions, yeah, because I love to hate code. Code and safety. I love them and I hate them. All right. When they're, when they're hunting me, don't like them a whole lot. They are crafty and they're really good at it. Um, you know, they're not just going to pop into system and jump on you. They've got somebody already in there that's affiliated to them. They're scouting you out. They're getting the warp in points, usually some cloaked up guy. You know, 
they're really good at it. But what I do like about them, one of the things is obviously they kill my competitors, which I'm a big fan of, but they make you be attentive. You know, if you're going to go out there and think you're going to AFK mine, you're going to be on their kill board. So that, I do like that. All right, we got a couple questions. Did you talk about Immensia, negative DARF? I'm not sure if there's something specific you're looking for about Immensia. Thoughts? Do they really drop off? I don't think we as players can answer that question. I mean, I don't know the before after of like bots in general in the game. Try Wrecking Crew versus Fire Tire. We did not. We kind of mentioned Try when talking about Cloud Ring, but that was just like a history of Cloud Ring. So there been a big fight going on. I heard Fire was not as active because of the real life situation. Yeah, that would definitely cut them out for a while. Dr. Peter Quill asked, why is Eve? All I have to say is yes. Oh, one of the other things, if you're not in the Talking in Stations Discord, there's a section in there, and what reminded me of this is is Dr. Quill's Why is Eve. There's a CC Please section where you can put in, you know, what you'd like to see, and it gets both a plus and minus votes on it that other folks reading it can do it. Some of those are really good. Obviously, the ones that say, delete Nullsec, yeah, okay, everybody ignores that stuff. Pop in there if you've got something, and uh, because that does get read. And we're actually considering having like a segment of the, of the show where it's, you know, pick the three or five best from the week and just kind of kick them around, you know, poke holes in them, back them up, whatever we want to do about it, and just kind of get everybody's feedback and discussion. That's really good. It'd be nice because then people who suggested to we could bring them on. Yeah, yeah, catch them and get them to you know, because you know you've you've got a paragraph at the most most folks will put in there, and give them a chance to expound on their mindset of why this is how it's not just you know buffing my playstyle or nerfing my enemy's playstyle, but why is it good for the game overall? And that's kind of how the tact we try and take at it. So. Feel free. Get in there. Give us your ideas. CCP does read it. That's for sure. And then Fleabox asking, did we hear Zanus is out of ganking? I did not hear that. I, I like Zanus, though. I hung out with him at Eve Toronto. He's a good lad. Yeah, yeah Fleabox mentions that, you know, the update to mining made it too hard to solo gank retrievers. It did basically dang near double the EHP baseline of most of the barges and obviously the exhumers even more. So yeah, I can see if you were solo ganking, it just may not be profitable anymore. You know, you may be losing more than, than what you're getting out of it. Yeah. I'm assuming he still plays though. I think I've seen him stream a couple of times. I was going to say, I hope so. I hate to yeah. lose anybody, especially a good streamer like that. Get even harder after the next changes. I Oh, yeah, because it would do surgical strikes. They would get a bigger buff. You're right. That'll be interesting because it's, you know, quite easy with a mediocre tank to break 70,000 EHP on a Mackinac. You know, that, that already makes it tough enough on, you know, folks trying. You're not going to be solo in it. You're going to have to bring friends is what the bottom line, I think, on a lot of those. Yeah. And, oh, okay, so he's still playing doing Faction Warfare. That's good. So I have some bad news for him if he thinks Faction Warfare is in a good, balanced state because 
Definitely not. No. Go ahead. I was going to say, Dr. Peter Quill brought up Extra Squishy. That's kind of Eve news. I I don't know what the news is. I haven't had a chance to watch Squishy's stream here lately. So I'm kind of in the dark. What's what's happening there, Mr. Quill? If you're a new player who wants to get into... What if you're a new player who wants to get into piracy? Piracy is in low sec, though. C Rumor CCP is going to talk about Faction Warfare at FanFest. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard that rumor. Says Squishy quit? Oh, gosh, I hope you're wrong. I thought he quit when he got rejected for both CSM and partner. Okay. Flea block. I'm going to fight with you, brother. Solo ganking. Ganking is not piracy. It's ganking. Okay. That, that's, you know, that, that's basically clubbing a baby seal. You know, that's, you know, I, I, you and I are going to just have to see, be at odds on that one. Okay. Yeah, because ganking, the person really doesn't fight back, though, if you're doing piracy and like low, low sec. That's truly like the suspect criminal timer, but it also depends how you do it. Because if you're just gate camping, that's probably not piracy. But if you're trying to like attack people and stuff, that's good. Yeah, gank is when like you know you're jumping on an industrial ship or a hauler or a barge. Eh, you know, it's a one-way fight. You're, you're only if you're doing it in high sec. Your only threat is that you can't kill them before Concord comes and gets you. That's I don't really consider that piracy myself. Other folks may see it differently. And to be completely fair, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Now, but at the same time, I got to say, Keo Ryan says, you know, gankers will be gankers. Absolutely. I love them in the game. They keep you on your toes. You got to pay attention. Says Flea Block says, ganking's not proper piracy, but it feels like piracy. No, it feels like the school bully taking the lunch money from the kid. I will say, if you take what Flea Block and Key Orion say, where you, like, if you go into low sec and catch, a, like, a minor or something like that, and then you, like, hold them ransom, I would say that's piracy. Like, that feels very pirate-esque and stuff, rather than just showing up and shooting someone with a catalyst. Oh, Pleasure Drone, what do you guys think about CCP being so quiet about bots? They generally, CCP generally doesn't say anything about bots until after the fact. You know, once they've done a sweep, once they've done a, you know, throw a headlock on a few of them, then they let you know. Up until that point, yeah, it's they're pretty quiet about it. So it's, you know, if you're a bot, you know, and you're gone suddenly... We'll hear about it a week later. They used to do, they used to do like every quarter. Was it like a security update where they talked about like measures they were taking? And then that kind of went away. But I also know, I think last year they did the, the Wackabot event. So GM week or whenever, GM week or ISD week, whenever that comes up, I'm assuming we'll see the return of that and maybe we'll see more information about bots. Yeah, and that that's usually that's about nine jumps from where I generally hang around nine to twelve jumps. So I actually ran one of my alts over there that had along with a couple of corp mates that were you know newer players. So they got to see and shoot at a Rorqual, at a Super Carrier, and a Titan. So the first chance they got to see them, two of those folk have already moved on, you know, to other cores. 
to go try that null sec thing. A couple of them, one of them even went to wormhole. So that's awesome. So it's most fun. They enjoyed it, get to see what's out there, and then make a decision where they want to play. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know, Pleasure Dome, if you had any thoughts of what you want CCP to say about bot. But like Nick said, if you're hunting and destroying bots as a developer, you definitely don't want to talk about it beforehand. You want to talk about it after. How they can do expansions for the game versus current Quadrant system and changing how when they bring content to the game. I think Quadrants, oh, and I'm, gonna, okay. I'm just going to throw it out. I think Quadrants are, and I'm only saying that because, oh, first Quadrant last year, actually started in February. So, you know, so we basically finished four quadrants and now with the updates that they're posting, they haven't said anything about quadrant. So that may have been something they needed to do to get to the point where we're at now. Now we've got, you know, a couple of back-to-back releases coming and then we'll see what they say at FanFest. I think that's going to be the tail of the tape right there. Yeah, they expansions used to do like what two years and they'd release something and people said no that's too long quadrants it felt like either too short or too long like too long for rapid iteration but too short for good detailed iteration so i think they're trying to do like an ebb and flow of like in between of what works like hopefully if they say hey guys the next couple months we're gonna do quality of life changes hopefully we see like a patch a week of actual good quality of life changes and like small changes and then if they're like, hey, we're going to do, I don't know, something big. We're going to release this brand new ship and blah, blah, blah. No, and it has to take six months. And hopefully we see that as well. Is Ninja Looting Rex a good way to make money? Yes. 100%. I've made a ton of money doing that on alts. But yeah, CCP did say they're moving away from Quadrants. It lasted from 2018 or 2019 till this year. And now they're trying something different. Granted, FanFest is in two months, so we'll probably see more detail there. Well, especially with it being, you know, it's going a couple of years with no no big fan fest. This is, I got high hopes for this one. I mean, from some of the stuff they've they've been doing here lately, you know, they've been, in my opinion anyway, knocking it out of the park. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what it is, but I'm still holding out. I'm going 20, fan fest 2023 for the 20 year anniversary is when I'm planning on going. Yeah. Pleasure Dome says he's resubbed, getting a new rig, and jumping back in. I definitely recommend, so two years. Seems like not a lot of time, but it definitely is. Check out Carneros' stream at 1900 on Tuesday. He's going to do like a, what do you call it, reintroduction, recalibration from older players catching up. Yeah, his, his returning to Eve streams. Like I said earlier, even if you're not just returning, tons of good info of... Some of the detail that, yeah, we've been playing the game the whole time, but may not fully realize the impact of some of the changes we've had. Yeah, stuff like that's great. I feel like there's stuff I'm constantly learning and having to remember, and I play like daily. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm still learning every time. And I started right in between Revelations 1 and 2. And it's like, and I... I God, I've been doing PI since the day it came out. And about a week or two ago, maybe a little slightly longer, one of my in-game friends, you know, was I was explaining and showing it to a corpmate. And he points out what I was doing wrong. I was like, holy crap, I never knew that. So still learning stuff. That was the best. All right, any other questions, comments, concerns from chat? 
It's like a very corporate way of asking if chat had anything. They're going to give you about 20 seconds to get something in there, and then uh, rain's going to make me go away, so. Yeah, then we roll credits. I got to go play find the tortoise here in a little bit anyway. My cat finally leaves me alone the moment stream starts to end. I think we're good. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, everyone. I would say see you all next week, but maybe next week in Discord, not next week on stream. Take care, friends. Have a good day.